Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with hogsports.com, H-A-W-G-sports.com. It's time for your Arkansas versus Kent State primer. We're going to kind of put on this layer before we put the red paint on, red paint that could be a bloodbath. Well, Arkansas needs the work. We're going to bring Curtis Wilkerson in. He's going to talk to us a little bit about what he's learned about this matchup. And, of course, we'll go over everything. We'll answer your questions as well. All that and more on today's episode of Hogsports Live. Before we get started, I want to remind everybody there's plenty of ways to watch and listen. You can always tune in on Facebook Live. If you haven't, if you haven't followed the page on Facebook yet, go ahead and do so. Be one of 90,000 Razorback fans to follow the page. Also available on YouTube. Subscribe to that channel. Hit the notifications bell so you're alerted anytime we upload new videos. Throw us a thumbs up or a like on Facebook or on YouTube, whichever platform you're watching this on. But uh, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Most of the people that watch the video on YouTube aren't even subscribed to the channel. So go ahead and do that. Leave us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't taken a moment to do that. Uh, We'd also love to have a five-star review on Spotify, anywhere else. It takes five-star reviews. That's uh, where we want them. So also available on Google Podcasts and anywhere else you can think of to find your favorite podcast. Hog Sports is just $1 right now for your first month at HAWGsports.com. All right. You guys want to see what Sam Pittman had to say real quick? This is what Sam Pittman had to say on focus because, guys, Kent State's not very good. They're just not. I think Arkansas might match up better. Um, I think – excuse me. I think Arkansas might have had a better uh, level of competition from Western Carolina based on what I've seen from the Golden Flashes. We're going to get into all that. But here's what Sam Pittman had to say on focus. The week one game, obviously, you'd expect everybody to be amped up and excited and and everything – but with the way the score came out and then looking at Kent State's score against UCF, is there anything extra you feel like you need to say? I mean, you got a pretty mature bunch, but is there anything extra you need to say to make sure that the focus is right? Well, I talked to him about yesterday after practice. I mean, are we going to be a team that needs to be surprised? I mean, or, you know, if you, if you just look at college football the first week and what happened, I mean, are we going to have to learn a lesson from us not playing our best ball or we're just going to go play our best ball and play uh, against ourselves and not worry about who we're, you know, the opponent. I obviously know you're going to get amped up more against 
a name, you know, whoever the name may be, school, somebody in the SEC, then possibly you would against Western Carolina. I mean, I understand that. But at the same time, uh, if you don't get ready to play, you don't prepare, uh, you're going to get beat. And we're going to be one of those teams that everybody in the country is talking about. And I just kept asking them, do we need to be surprised? Do we need to be taught a lesson? Or are we just going to go practice hard? I wasn't particularly happy with the way that the complete practice went yesterday, and I talked to him about that after practice. Well, I'll tell you this also. Arkansas is going to be without Rocket Sanders. Obviously, that's probably the biggest story of this week. Uh, We noticed on Monday going out to practice that Rocket was just kind of sitting there. I do know some of the best doctors have looked at his situation going to miss a couple of weeks. And that stinks because, you know, Rocket started all 13 games. He got banged up there towards the end of the year last year, but he started all 13 games. This is going to hurt his ability to earn all SEC status. A lot of people, no matter what he does when he comes back healthy, a lot of people are going to look at those overall numbers, and they're obviously going to be impacted by him missing a couple of games, especially a game, you know, against Kent State where he could potentially rack up a lot of yards. So it's unfortunate for Rocket. They do have a quality stable of running backs. They have four guys I think they feel pretty comfortable with putting in there. Uh, But need to get Rocket Sanders back, ideally by that LSU game. So whatever they have to do to get him healthy uh, from now and then, uh, definitely do that. But Pittman kind of, you know, led into it slowly that, you know, he's probably going to miss more time, haven't gotten final results. And then last night on his radio show, he uh, definitely confirmed that that is the situation. So who steps up? It could be a really good game for Dominic Johnson. Everybody knows I'm a Dominic Johnson fan, obviously, but I think it could be a big game for him. Dominic's still wearing the knee brace. I asked Sam Pittman about that because it's been 25 years since I put anything like that on, so I'm sure the technology has improved a lot since then. But Pittman said he doesn't feel like it limits him that much. My argument would be then if it doesn't limit you that much, then why isn't everybody wearing them, you know, uh, if they can protect you from, you know, running backs get ACL tears. That that just happens with them. So if it's not limiting that much, why is it everybody wearing them? But I understand fully, you know, why, you know, where his headspace has got to be on that, you know, wanting to get into the season and everything. But I think eventually he'll probably shed that. Uh, you know, obviously Rashad DeBenyon had a little bit of a back issue. He's practiced all week. A.J. Green's there also. These guys can run toss sweeps if they want. That's what I would do. I would run high school toss sweeps just back and forth. These guys are not going to be able to run you down. They don't have team speed on defense. We'll get into a little bit of that, but obviously a big story with Rocket Sanders not being available. Antonio Greer should be back also, so that's good. Uh, Antonio has – Antonio has, uh, you know, missed the last game, but he was a guy that was rolling there with the first group pretty consistently. I agree with Sam Pittman, and we'll play this clip here in a second, but I agree with Sam Pittman that Jaheim Thomas has been the most steady. You've had, you know, Greer with injuries, Poopal with injuries. He's going to miss the first half of the game also due to that targeting penalty he got in the second half. So some issues here and there with uh, with linebackers throughout fall camp and, you know, early in the season. But Jaheim Thomas, guys, he really impressed me in that opener. You know, you can just kind of take away everybody else and watch the player. You can see his explosiveness, how quick he reads plays, um, runs through people, 6'4", 240, good-looking linebacker uh, in Jaheim Thomas. So, you know, they've got Jordan Crook. Brad Spence obviously has come on really well. It's nice to be able to talk with Brad Spence for the first time uh, in his Razorback career on Tuesday. And we'll see with some other injury is situations here and there. But let's, here's what Sam Pittman had to say on the linebackers. And should we expect to see Antonio Greer this week? 
Yes. I mean, he's practiced, you know, he, he never, he practiced partially, you know, uh, Indy and things of that, uh, before the Western Carolina game, but he's practiced all week. So, uh, they've cleared him to do everything and he's been, uh, good, uh, over the last two days. So, uh, and he's practicing today. So I expect him to be available. I think Jaheim Thomas has been the, the most consistent player for us there in the linebacker room. Obviously, you mentioned the injuries that we've had. Um, you know, obviously, Pooh was the guy that we, you know, and he still is, but he's been beat up. He's been hurt. And, of course, unfortunately, he won't be able to play in the first half Saturday. Um, so it's a little bit linebacker, honestly, has been a little bit like the old line room where, man, you wish you could find guys that just put them in a spot and put them next to somebody that they played with the majority of the time, but just injuries haven't, hasn't quite let us do that. And the other, other part of that is, is that we found Spence, you know, we've, we've, uh, Crook's gotten a lot of reps, uh, and, uh, with Greer coming back now that, that should uh, help us now that we'd feel good every bit about five guys. And I think in the long run, it'll all help us. I would like to have two guys sitting out there side by side that's played, you know, together. Um, but I don't know if we'll be able to do that until maybe week three uh, when Pooh gets uh, off his maybe the second half of uh, of Saturday's game. Right. But I think it has helped us overall. Arkansas has quality depth at defensive line. They have the potential for quality depth at linebacker. They just got to get some guys healthy, obviously get Pooh Paul back from suspension. And it's important to have quality in everything you do, and that includes your internet service. If you don't have Ozarks Go or you're dissatisfied with your current internet service, they keep jacking the price up year after year on you. It goes in and out. Your family's upset. Dad, Mom, why won't the internet work? I don't know. You're in, you're in an argument with everybody. You're frustrated. You're plugging it in and out. I've never had that experience with Ozarks Go. I've had them for two and a half years now, even before they reached out to me to be a title sponsor. If you're interested in finding out more about Ozarks Go, then call them at 479-684-4900. You can also reach them online at ozarksgo.net slash hog. That's H-A-W-G. Great service. Wouldn't tell you they have great service if I didn't believe it. I've never experienced outages. They're going to give you the same rate this time as they're going to give you next year. You're not going to get jacked up, you know, all the time over and over again uh, like a lot of people do when they try to rope you in. You're not going to call them if you have a problem and threaten to cancel and say, and then they say, hey, well, we'll drop your price $30. Why didn't you drop my price $30 before? You know, it's not going to be any of that. They're just going to give you a great low rate, local people, local company, and you're not sacrificing anything by going local with these guys. OzarksGo.net slash H-A-W-G 479-684-4900 for Ozarks Go. Newcomer report. A lot of guys got to play on Saturday, obviously. Uh, I thought Andrew Ellis did a nice job breaking this down. You can go to hogsports.com and check out uh, everything there. Breaks down the number of targets they had and and all of those things, the number of snaps. A lot of this stuff from Pro Football Focus um, helping put this stuff together. But uh, I thought this was – it was good to see so many new players out there last week, and we'll see it again this week, obviously, uh, in addition to getting to see Antonio Greer for the first time at linebacker. Even got all the way down to some freshman defensive linemen in the game. I would expect to see more of that, guys. I mean, I just – I don't see – 
I just don't see a whole lot from this from this offense or defense in Kent State. And I've watched, you know, I went through and watched the highlight plays of their game against UCF. I went back and started watching the game just in full just to make sure I'm seeing what I, I need to see. Uh, Mike, Michael Alamino, Alamo, Michael Alamo, I believe, I guess how you say it, 6'4", 225, got good size. This guy was the 13 quarterback at Purdue, okay? He played as a backup in the bowl game uh, because the starter had opted out. So – I mean, that's kind of what you're relying on here if you're Kent State in the first year of Kenny Burns. You know, you have a big turnover. You have a lot of players exiting the program, you know. So, that's definitely difficult to deal with in a first year. It's not the same, you know. It's not the same. But, you know, Michael Alamino, um, you know, you, you, you've got new targets at wide receiver. Nobody just jumps out. The running back, Garcia, you know, I wouldn't say he's explosive. I want to go over let's 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 go over kind of what they have lost okay let's go over what what they lost where are we at here here we go all right got this all broken down for you so the sad side of the transfer portal is programs like Kent State they're in the MAC they're going through a coaching transition they're just losing everybody so what does that mean for them that means Losing their starting quarterback, Colin Schley, so he can go be the third-team guy over at UCLA. Third team. It's losing a running back that put up 2,400 yards and 24 touchdowns the last two years combined to a conference rival in Ball State. It's losing your wide receivers to Penn State and West Virginia. It's losing three of your – well, your only three returning offensive linemen from a year ago – losing those three to Marshall and then two to Colorado. That's what the transfer portal means if you're a program like Kent State. It means losing your best players when you have a transition year. That's the sad side of things. Now, they brought some players in, but, you know, especially on the defensive side, you look at what they brought in, and, you know, they brought in Nicholson, Devin Nicholson from Missouri. Devin Nicholson, I mean, here's what's – Here's what's covered up here. He had 13 tackles. Oh, great job. You know, Missouri transfer, shining out. Played 70 snaps. According to Pro Football Focus, he graded at 31.3 on tackling. For perspective, Arkansas's best tackler was Jaden Johnson at 83.1. 23 Razorbacks had grades better than 31.3. Okay. When you look at the eight guys that they brought in, you know, they're bringing in players from West Virginia and Indiana and Virginia Tech and, you know, programs like that. I think they even got a guy from Colorado. But only only Nicholson – well, only two of them, were, you know, actually played at the Power Five level at their previous school. Only, only Nicholson is starting out of all the guys that they brought in. And that's kind of what they're reduced to. They're reduced to bringing in the third-team guy at Indiana and hope he's good enough to start for them. I feel sorry for Kenny Burns because of the situation that college football is now for a program like that. It's not like the SEC where Hugh Freeze can come in and bring in 22 transfers. Some of them are power five starters. Some of them are, you know, five former five-star recruits like Arkansas has done who, you know, may be tired of waiting in line at an elite program. And others are reaching down to programs like Kent State and taking their best players. That's just kind of the way it is. Nobody from Power 5 who's doing well is dropping down a level, you know, and going to Kent State in the group of five level. My final thoughts on this game, like just to sum it up, this is going to be a bloodbath in my opinion. I just – 
They don't have a lot of speed on defense. They're pieced together. They got five new starters on the on the offensive line, including a true freshman center who's just going to be looking dead in the eye at Torian Carter and Eric Gregory, Kibi Rose, Anthony Booker, Cam Ball. There's nine seniors on Arkansas's defensive line. Kent State has five one-game starters on their offensive line. Line's 37 and a half, by the way, according to the Bet Saracen app. 37 and a half. For other games that I, I was looking at it today, for other games on Bet Saracen, I noticed Louisville is 41 and a half points favorites over Missouri, uh, excuse me, over Murray State tonight. That game this Thursday, by the way, for anybody watching later. Uh, this is being recorded on Thursday. Kansas on Friday night is three and a half point favorites over Brett Bielema and the Illinois Fighting Illini. And then, of course, Arkansas on Saturday is 37-and-a-half. That's pretty much what I've seen it at the whole time on Bet Saracen. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You guys want to see what Curtis has to say? Curtis does keys to victory every week. Keys to victory, um, not much to that this week. Arkansas, I'm giving them – ESPN gives them a 94.8% chance. I'm giving Arkansas a 99.99% chance of winning this game. The problem, you know, the, the question is, are they going to show up with 100% focus? Because they're going to win. It's just you're going to have all the focus that you need. For those of you who don't follow Curtis, you can follow him at Kurt Wilkerson underscore on Twitter. He is the Hog Sports Senior Analyst. Curtis, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm uh, just getting ready for what I think is going to be a bloodbath, Curtis. I mean, I just, I'm just not seeing it with Kent State. I mean, it's great Arkansas gets another kind of warm up game before hitting this, you know, five game stretch here. That's going to be tough, but man, these guys have a lot of work to do. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to put it. I mean, there's no reason here, in my opinion, that Arkansas shouldn't be able to just kind of name the score in this game and. I don't know. I mean, no disrespect to Kent State. I I like Kenny Burns. I mean, they were just they were gutted in yeah. the offseason. There's so many new faces. It, it's just going to take time for them to get that thing going. And 
Uh, I think they know that. And, and, you know, Sam Pittman knows that too. And, and he probably knows that those guys have seen their week one score. And, and that's probably why he's been preaching so much this week about, you know, Arkansas focusing, you know, obviously preparing for the opponent, but focusing on themselves and, and being the best version of themselves, regardless of who they're playing, because uh, they're going to need to find that motivation to, to get up for this one. And you want to avoid, uh, you know, sloppiness or, or casual play, because it's all about getting better and, and build momentum, because things are going to get real here for them pretty quick. Absolutely. You know, uh, Matt Johnson's their offensive coordinator. I don't know how much you've looked into that, but he's so he was a grad assistant at Kent State in 2018, eventually landed the uh, running back job, I think maybe in 2020. And then, you know, he's a running backs coach, and now he's they elevated him. They kept him on staff, but elevated him from running backs coach to quarterbacks coach and offensive coordinator. He called his first game on Saturday also. I mean, there's That's just crazy. so much new with this team. I mentioned the five offensive linemen are all one-year, one-game starters. Um Let's look at your five keys to victory. Um, you obviously, you know, it's it's going to be the same pretty much week to week. We always kind of kind of do that. Let's see. Let's see. You got your question. You got your five burning. We'll get your five burning questions here. But it's uh, always penalties, turnovers, special teams, injuries, and your fifth one this time, which we always do different. But we always keep the same four. But the fifth one is skip the surprise. What do you mean by that, Curtis? Yeah, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about just a minute ago, uh, and, and I thought it was just a really uh, an interesting comment from Sam Pittman yesterday, you know, where he said, you know, essentially that he talked to the guys after practice, and he said, are we going to be a team that needs to be surprised, you mm -hmm. know, and, and he's talking about looking around college football um, after the first week and, you know, seeing some of the, maybe the upsets that happen. And just talking about Arkansas not being that team, you know, are they going to have to learn a lesson from not playing a good game or are they just going to play their best ball, uh, you know, and then worry about themselves as opposed to the opponents. So I think he's kind of challenging his guys to, to get motivated and, and get ready to play and put their best foot forward. Uh, you know, obviously the other things that you mentioned there, the other keys to victory, like that's that's how a, a team like this stays in the game. You know, if Arkansas yep. is out there losing the turnover battle and, you know, things like that and, and gift wrapping this thing, uh, but also if they're playing casual and, and if they're not motivated, not focused, that's how it could be way more interesting than it needs to be. So, you know, sometimes with that fifth, you know, that bonus key to victory, you know, we'll identify specific things with a matchup, you know, like third down conversions or a red zone efficiency or whatever. But this game really is about Arkansas and, and them playing their best. And, you know, so I just think being, you know, ready to go and, and avoiding that surprise is going to be important for them. Yeah, this is a great opportunity, Curtis, I think, for Arkansas running backs in this one uh, with Rocket Sanders being out. Some guys really have a chance to, to get a significant number of carries and we're all a little disappointed in the results with the rushing game in, in the opener, but we know – a large reason why that happened. First of all, you know, Western Carolina's – they may not be as talented as Arkansas, but they're competent on defense. Uh, Kent State just – they're pieced together so much on defense. They allowed 389 rushing yards, 8.5 yards of carry. I'm not sure if they loaded the box with 10 if they could stop Arkansas running the ball. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's very true. Um, I watched the first half of that game live uh, against UCF, and it was just uh, – it was crazy to watch again, not trying to disrespect those guys, but man, you're, you're right. It is very pieced together right now. They got a lot to work on and a lot to improve. And, and you're right. It is a great opportunity for the, the Arkansas running backs. I'm really excited 
uh, and anxious to see, you know, kind of how that turns out and, and what they do with the carries there. Uh, you know, is it going to be a true, you know, kind of a by committee approach? Because they've got so many guys. We talked about the depth so much in that room. Uh, you know, how do you decide who gets the bulk of the carries? So maybe it'll be more of a true split, but I'm excited to see every single one of them. You know, we heard so much about AJ Green's offseason, how he's ready to take a step forward. Well, here's an opportunity. You know, Rashad Binion's a guy that I'm really excited about. I think he's got a ton of potential. Uh, maybe it's a time for him to break out. You know, both those guys had big games in the Liberty Bowl. Uh, but man, Dominique Johnson was the starter in the same group of running backs a couple years ago. He's healthy. He'd love to see him get going. And I don't know about you, but you know, Isaiah Agustav, his first action there last week again. I know it's against Western Carolina, but uh, he looks like he's uh, got a little bit of dog in him. So I was impressed with his carries too. Maybe he'll get a little bit more. But yeah, they, they've got a lot of talent back there. It's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, they could use a better push from the offensive line that they got last week. Again, Western Kentucky or Western Carolina did some things that that hindered that. But Sam Pittman also talked about some technique issues, some things that they need to focus on a little bit more. But one guy we haven't talked about getting back is Brady Latham. It'll be interesting to see, you know, how things look on the offense. Does Devon Manuel slide back into the starting spot at left tackle? They go with Brady Latham, obviously at, at left. They have you know Joshua Braun back over at right guard. How much of an impact do you think that'll make? And do you, do you think this is going to be like a, a motivational thing for them after the way things went last week? Yeah, I absolutely do. I, I think they probably feel challenged by it. Uh, I mean, they've been so good running the football the last couple of years here. And I think they expected, uh, you know, probably to go in there and just kind of maul and, and have their way with Western Carolina. And, um, you know, regardless of, of what the things they were doing to, to kind of stop that, uh, it still was a little bit underwhelming, right? And, and so I think they're definitely going to be motivated by it. Um, I think getting Brady Latham back is huge. I mean, he's, he's one of their best, if not the best offensive linemen that they have. Uh, and then I think you bring up a good point. It, it just kind of bounces everything out because they've got a lot of talent there, uh, but it was shuffled in a, around in a way that, you know, maybe we haven't seen a ton uh, throughout the preseason. When you're breaking in, you know, a bunch of uh, you know new guys in there, uh, that cohesiveness, continuity, all that stuff is really important. So, you you know, you slide Latham back in there, you get Braun back over to the side that, uh, you know, he's probably most comfortable with. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to see what they do with that left tackle spot too. I mean, is it going to be manual? Is it going to be Chambly? You know, a combination of both. I don't know. But um, I think kind of getting back to, uh, you know, from left to right, the group has been comfortable working together, playing together, as, you know, as much as they have throughout practice. Mm -hmm. uh, that's definitely going to be a good thing for them. Arkansas might have blitzed two times last game, <laughs> maybe twice. I mean, they just brought four the whole time. There, I didn't see any twists, any kind of stunting, or anything by the defensive line. But they only had two sacks, which is fine. It's not, you know, awful. But you think we're going to see a little bit more out of these guys? I mean, we talked about the the freshman center. I mean, staring down nine seniors for Arkansas. He's going to get a look <laughs> at all of them, you know, uh, throughout the game. What do you think about the defensive line? <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's you know it's it's one thing I think to have five brand new starters of, across the offensive line. It's another to have you know a couple of those guys that are only slightly bigger than me, you know, over there. So uh, yeah, it, it's it's going to be a daunting task there for Kent State, and I, I think kind of the same thing with the offensive line, maybe being a little bit motivated. Um, again, you know, even though Western Carolina, some of that was because of their quick passing game, getting the ball out yep. quick, and. Uh, you know, his game plan is specific and, and things of that nature. But I do think uh, that Arkansas could flash more there. You know, like where was Trajan Jeffcoat? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I want to see what he's got going on. And I just think it's a, a good opportunity for those guys to really kind of impose their will. They did really good stuff in the run. 
uh, but maybe getting back there to the quarterback a little bit more. And I, and I don't know that they have to be uh, any more exotic or any more aggressive in terms of bringing the heat. I just, I just think you just kind of line up against those guys and let them pin their ears back a little bit more and get back to the quarterback. They shouldn't have a problem doing it, but I, I do think it'll be a better showing for them. I'd, I'd be surprised and maybe a little disappointed if it wasn't. Yeah, well, Kent State used play action in their last game 56.8%, so not exactly – um, you know, a, a quick passing game. Uh, 0 of 8 on passes 20 yards or more. 2 Jeez. of 4 on 50. Uh, or excuse me, 2 of 4 on passes 10 to 19 yards. And then 10 of 18 on passes 0 to 9 yards. So a lot of short stuff, but also, you know, a decent amount of play action for them. What do you think Arkansas secondary can do against? I mean, they forced five, what, five turnovers in the last game? Yeah, and four of them were uh, just by the secondary. You think uh, – you think they can build on that with another strong performance? Yeah, I think I think so. I hope so. You know, you you'd like to see it. It's you know coming into the season that that was one of the question marks. You know, it's like okay, you know, offensively you got all these new receivers and and tight ends. You know, who's going to emerge as the weapons there? Um, I feel really comfortable with what they've got going on on that side. Uh, defensively, you know, the secondary was was pretty solid. It was it was way better than some of the performances we saw last year, uh, and you feel pretty good about it. But just given uh, you know, how bad some of those struggles were. I, I just like to see them double down on it. You know, if you start stacking games, uh, building momentum, getting those reps and, and the confidence, that's something they can kind of carry over uh, because, again, it is going to start getting real here after this week. So, uh, yeah, I think if they go out and have another good performance, they got to be feeling pretty good about themselves going into that BYU game. Um, and I'm just anxious to see what they do. I, I thought it was pretty interesting the way they used Hudson Clark. He was kind of like uh, – like the super sub, you know, he's like the mm-hmm. sixth man on a basketball team. You just kind yeah. of, yeah, you just kind of throw him out there in the position, and uh, and he can give you a ton of good quality reps. And and so, do you continue to utilize him like that? Do you start him because he's been playing so well? I I don't know, but uh, yeah, I think they've got some really good pieces there. Guys like Singletary, Braxton, uh, you know, other guys like that. The more reps they get, the more experience they get in games. Uh, the more that confidence is going to build and the better off they're going to be for it. So, yeah, it's just a, a good opportunity for those guys to continue to grow. Okay, your pick for newcomer to, to stand out. Uh, you had Brad Spence, Davion Dozier, TJ Metcalf all had huge plays on Saturday. Who do you think it's going to be this time? And you want to give us a final score prediction? Yeah, for sure. I uh, Yeah, I, I did think about that. You know, going into the game, I was thinking about uh, maybe those true freshmen, but they've got some uh, – you know, maybe some transfer newcomers that you thought would be big-time producers for them uh, that maybe we didn't see so much in that game. So, you know, Sam Pittman has mentioned uh, Tyrone, uh, Tyrone Broden there at wide receiver, big six, seven target is a guy that they really want to get going, that they think they can get more out of. Uh, that's probably my pick for this game. Either him or Barkey's gums at tight end, but I'm going to go with Broden. Uh, it's kind of the breakout newcomer there for me. Um, and I just put in my prediction earlier. I, I don't know why. Why did I change my mind last week? I don't know, but <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. And it wound up burning me on a pace. I'm not doing it this time. Uh, I've got Arkansas 52 to 10. I, I think they could name their score and it could be worse than that if they wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like them to win and, and cover. Yeah, I'm right there. 58, 14. I think I went with maybe some kind of some kind of mess up because they didn't really have a whole lot of them last week that maybe cost them a touchdown or something like that. All right, Curtis, appreciate you, man. We'll see you on Saturday. Yeah, always. All right, brother. Sounds good. Look forward to it. All right, everybody. That's Kurt Wilkerson again. You can follow him at Kurt Wilkerson underscore. Hog Sports Senior Analyst does a lot of great content for us. Basketball, just about everything. Does a great job. Okay, where we want to go? Got our keys to victory. 
we can get to some questions now if you guys want. I want to remind you real quick, though, Ozarks Go. Ozarks Go offers multi-bit internet, which is like 2,500 megabits per second, which is instant. Like if I'm surfing around on YouTube, it just immediate. There's like no, not even a, a fraction of a lag. You're not going to have a problem with bandwidth. you got a big family. you got people that do a lot of stuff on the internet or stream in 1080p like I do. Then you're going to really want the multi-bit. Now, I've had gigabit up until just recently. Gigabit's excellent also. For most people, like gigabit is never going to give you a problem for most people out there. They offer several tiers at Ozarks Go. They're out in Rogers now. They're in Oklahoma, I believe, Missouri. If you get Ozarks Electric, you probably can have access to Ozarks Go. They are spreading farther and farther out. It's a local company. You're not going to miss anything with the uh, the bigger name um, internet service providers out there. I've had all of them in the past. Ozarks Go has easily been the best one. 100% uptime for me as long as, you know, they did call. They did let me know one time that they were going to have an outage. It was like 30 minutes at midnight. But aside from that, I have 100% uptime with Ozarks Go. You can reach them at 479-684-4900, ozarksgo.net slash H-A-W-G uh, to find out more about our friends over at Ozarks Go. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Questions? Questions. We've got a question. I mean, I'm sorry, guys. I, I, there's, we'll get into more in-depth detail and stuff as we move forward. I think we, we covered this team pretty well just on what to expect. They're just not – it's just not going to be that good a game. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a great environment in Razorback Stadium. You're going to watch some big plays on Saturday. But this team is just really outclassed. And Kent State's had some good football programs over the years. They're just going to have to build up through recruiting, um, you know, get through this year, hope they bring in some better transfers next year. It's just – it's the reality of the rebuild – on the group of five level. Adam Bailey says, let's go beat the out of Kent State. He says 50-14. Josh Smith says, my favorite time of the year, Trey, and my Paramount Plus just kicked in for my promo by Go Hogs. Yep. So, for those of you who don't know, 
you know, we offer a lot of great deals. Appreciate everybody signing up for the 50% off deal we just had. Uh, but we also, you know, as a loyalty perk for those who stick around, once you come off that promo rate, uh, we offer Paramount Plus for free. Paramount Plus and Showtime, commercial free. Paramount Plus and Showtime for free for a subscription that's basically $100 a year for Hog Sports. You get Hog Sports, Paramount Plus, Showtime for free. That's pretty solid. That is pretty, pretty solid. Paramount Plus got some great shows. Um, so just another perk of signing up at Hog Sports, you know. You can sign up for a dollar, the dollar deal, try it for one month, and then after that month rolls off, you go, you know, on the regular rate, and then you're right then you're eligible for Paramount Plus and Showtime, commercial free. Pretty solid deal. Josh Grubb says, hopefully we get some Dominic Johnson. I want to see the bruiser. You guys know I want to see Dominic Johnson. <laughs> like, I'm just I, – I love, I love watching him run. He's just out of reach. I love that. He's, you know, 240 pounds, and you just almost miss him. You know, he swerves just enough out of the way. Love the way he runs. And as we saw on Saturday, he will plow your butt over. Landon Montgomery says – Nathan says this team wins seven at best. Trey, I saw – I say we beat LSU and go 10-2 and two at medium. Who you got, Trey? Um, you know, going on the road in the SEC, especially Death Valley, is always going to be tough. You know, it just is. And so, if, Fayette, if, if LSU were coming to Little Rock this year – or Fayetteville, excuse me, then I would be all – I would be about Arkansas on that one. I, I mean – you can't ever. I'm not not as confident as I am about Kent State, but I would I would be feeling Arkansas on that one. Uh, but going on the road in the SEC, first road game of the year, a lot of new faces. You know, finding your way around, fi- figuring yourself out a little bit. You know, all of those things can be a little bit tricky. But you know, just because LSU lost to a top five team in Florida State doesn't mean they suck. They don't. They've got defensive linemen. They've got you know. LSU recruits very well, and they've got a good quarterback. It's just they're not as good as Florida State. Hey, Trey, if you could make a documentary about any Razorback football season, what would it be? I mean, it probably would have been what they just did, the resurgence one, you know, which is coming out here soon. The premiere is tonight. Um, The private screening is tonight. Uh, I have already watched it. I got the private link. I couldn't wait because I was in college. You have to understand, I was – I went to college in 96 at the U of A, and first two years, Danny Ford was there, and it was fine, but it was just like, you know, the stadium's clearing out early. They went, you know, four games both of those years. And then Houston Nutt came in, and, I mean, it was – you could feel it immediately. You could feel it immediately with Houston Nutt. And I'll say this, the impact that he made on that team would not have been as significant if they hadn't had Danny Ford before that. you got to have the sour to know how sweet the sweet is. And without such a contrasting style of coaching, I don't know that they would have been as appreciative and on board uh, with Houston Nutt as if they didn't have Danny Ford. Danny Ford did a hell of a job bringing in athletes, too, because they brought some really good players in. Uh, so I, w- I would have to do the 98 one. Um, I've said before I would have Forest City Joe narrating the series for me. But I thought they did a great job with it. A lot of it centers around Houston Nutt and just, you know, how they how the players bought into him and just the movement. And It was a big turning point for football. I mean, no matter how you feel about Houston Nutt, how things ended and stuff, you can't deny how important that 98 team was to the resurgence of this program, upgrading the stadium significantly. That didn't happen without that 98 team. So 
that would have been one. Um, I would have probably, as you know, the 2016 would have been a lot of fun, but there was just, you can't cover that without all the drama. So it's unfortunate how that one went, but um, I don't know. 98 was a lot of fun. Dylan Horton says, I feel after one game our defense looks leaps and bounds better than last year. I don't think there's any question. I don't think there's any question this is a better defense than what they had last year. Let's see. I hate Facebook just has gotten to this deal now where it just jumps and it won't let me hold my place. Uh, is Pittman downplaying Rockets injury like he did Catalans last year a few weeks? Um I mean, let's talk about knee injuries. So you can have a bruised knee. You can have a sprained knee, which is usually a meniscal issue. Um, you know, sprains, torn cartilage, all those things, that's usually code for meniscus. So for you and me, you know, that might need to heal up for six weeks if it's, you know, a low-grade one. There's different grades of it. But usually they talk about six weeks. So I imagine he's going to be playing through some pain with it, but he'll be able to play. I don't know if it's meniscus. I'm just saying that. Bruised knee, those are usually the injuries if it's not an ACL. You know, there's also MCL, all those kinds of things. But usually you're talking about those, you know, a bruised knee, you know, maybe some cartilage. Mm. I noticed Kenny Guyton seems to be taking on a bigger role with Enos in the booth. Did he – is he like the on-field general? I, to be honest with you, I, haven't, I didn't really notice what was going on with uh, with Kenny Guyton, but he's always seemed pretty active. Josh G says six and six win all trophy games. Six and six beat Bama, which could Hog fans live with most trophy games. So you're talking about Texas A&M, LSU, Missouri. Those are your trophy games, right? That's all of them. Um, or beating Bama. I sure would like to end that Bama streak if they're just going to go 6-6, six and six, I guess. I don't know. Take Bama. I mean, what are the other ones? You lose Ole Miss. You lose Mississippi State. Auburn. Have to wonder if Rocket's extra weight, even if all the muscle is too much stress for his knees to cut. He's not that much – I mean, he's not that much bigger than last year. He's down below 240. He's probably like 237. So, I mean, he's not that much bigger. But – it is a lot of weight for a running back. I agree with you. Brian Malone says, do we make it out of last week's game healthy on defense? Well, they, you know, Poopal is not any more hurt. He was banged up, though, going in. But he's not um, – he's, he's going to miss a half, obviously. I'm trying to think of anybody else that I might be – oh, Quincy Rhodes looked like he might have banged his head. But, you know, he was just getting kind of reserve minutes there at the end in the fourth quarter. I don't think anybody else. I don't think so. I want to see Broden have a big game on Saturday. I was impressed with Broden getting down the field on special teams. I mean, he made some nice plays on on that punt team, like the first guy down. But they have made it pretty clear that they want to try to, try to throw the ball to Tyrone Broden more. I would get the ball to Broden on like a jet sweep because that guy can really run. I'd love to see those big long legs coming around that corner against Kent State, which doesn't have the team speed to get to him. Cole Trim says all – I, Cole Trim says, am I the only one who's watching this? Yeah, I think that's probably significant to you, Cole. 
Adam Hall says, definitely don't expect defense to get fancy. No reason to show tricks against Kemp, saving for four-game stretch. Yeah, I don't think you're going to see anything too dramatic. Logan Ray says, also like seeing our TEs have a big impact on the game Saturday. Yeah, I mean, that's another good question with uh, Luke Az. We saw him just a little bit. You know, he didn't he didn't have a big impact in the game, but they could be saving that, you know, so people don't get too overzealous defending him because I do feel like when you talk about in key moments against key teams, third and eight, Luke Az is a the guy they're really going to be looking at. The Dancing Bear, Dominic Johnson, is going to rush for 150-plus, according to Cole Trim. Logan Ray says Luke has more catches, gums, Washington. Not sure what you mean there. Kingsley says, I would love to see it. I really would love to see it. I'm really, I really like how they're using him all over the backfield this year. Logan Ray says, Augustus showed some flashes. Yeah, I like the way he came out. Ran pretty hard coming out of the gate. And Kingsley says, minus has. Who'd be your prediction for a freshman of the year award? Freshman of the year minus has. Let's see. Let's talk. Let's see. Gerfard, uh, I could see him moving into bigger role at some point. Quincy could see that. Jalen Braxton is obviously a good candidate. Hmm. Brad Spence. Brad Spence coming on strong. He's already got an 85-yard interception return for a touchdown. So that's up there. Uh, I'll go with Brad Spence. I think Brad Spence could be the guy on the other side. Um, and if not him, then I would go with Jalen Braxton. Yep, Kingsley says greedy Spence. Yep. All right, everybody. I think we did it. I think we covered this game about as well as could be expected. Should be a really fun environment on Saturday. I mean, I think it's going to be a really nice crowd. It's a 3 o'clock game, so should be some good tailgating and stuff before that. Um, and then just file into the stadium and watch an ass beating, I guess. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining me. Thanks to Curtis Wilkerson for hopping on. Appreciate all your questions. Thanks for our longtime subscribers. For our longtime subscribers, if you've been with us, you're paying the regular rate, you're not on a promo anymore, be sure to activate that Paramount Plus subscription. Um, it's just too good a deal. It's too good a deal. And it comes with Showtime now, and it's commercial free. So great service to have. All right, everybody. We'll be back with you guys on the Walk and Talk on Saturday. I'm sure it'll be invigorating. I dropped the uh, the gimbal that I was using. I mentioned that, so no gimbal. We're going to go back to the doing it the way we used to do it. But, guys, it's just going to be like walk and talk's best when there's need for emotion from me, right? Like a tough loss or, um, you know, it can be therapeutic, people say, with a tough loss or a big win, you know, just emotional in that regard. I'm not saying I'm not going to do the walk and talk for Kent State or Western Carolinas of the world, but it's just not the same kind of walk and talk, is it? All right, everybody. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate you, and we'll talk to you guys on Saturday. This has been Trey Bid with hogsports.com. We'll catch you next time. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. 
For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.